Hell is empty, and all the devils are here. William Shakespeare, The Tempest. Violin Vice contains graphic and explicit content, which may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. To Violent Vice. If you guys haven't already, please hit that subscribe button and give us five stars. Say what you like. We really appreciate all the help and the support that you guys give. And giving us five stars just helps boost the podcast and helps spread the word so more people can listen. Now, this week's spooky topic I'm so excited for is the Black Eyed Kids. And I almost keep same black eyed peas but that's me i have a hard time with that <laughs> i i mean black eyed kids black eyed peas you got uh you know two of the words out of the three there but i'm yeah. your host for this week audie and i'm john john i'm here to help it's all good um but man <laughs> Okay, these guys, I gotta just say straight out, freak me out so bad, and I'm so excited to cover them. And to start out with, just because there's a bit of a misconception that these only started around uh, the late 90s when creepypasta kind of became a thing and the internet was here, but I want to go kind of back into the history of uh, these appearances and everything, uh, just so there's a bit more background before we get to the modern day cases. How far back before the 90s? Because I was only aware of the 90s. So, so we're going to go back to pre-Christianity. Wait, whoa, whoa. That's way back. Yeah. Way back. Um, we're covering a bit of folklore. And I do have to say the one uh, piece of folklore I am going to skip right now is the fairies and Gaelic kind of folklore. I want to do those on a separate time. But changelings are said to have uh, black eyes depending on the type of fairy. And so I am just going to kind of skip over that to start off with. And we're going to start with the Scandinavian folklore to a creature called the Meeling. The what? It's called the Meeling. And uh, again, forgive me for my pronunciation, uh, but it's also called the Utbird in Norwegian and the Hitteriko in Finnish. But all the legends are kind of around the same time. So again, this is going to be pre-Christianity that we're starting off to. And I'm going to just refer to them as Melians because that is the easiest pronunciation for me. Good choice. Good choice. Yep. <laughs> so what is a meeling? They're the souls of the abandoned children who were never given a proper burial. Uh, so these children were either left to die or murdered. They do uh, play into the brook horse from Swedish folklore, which I think is kind of similar to the Kelpie, like a horse that you know lives in a water body and drowns people depending on wants, needs, or lore, you know, that surround them. <sighs> Creepy stuff. Yep, so creepy stuff. Um, and mealings appear to be uh, appear to be pale, dirty, slightly malnourished, and six to twelve year old children, and they appear with hollow eyes. 
So it's Wait, also hollow or black. Hollow, like black sockets, kind of like. As in, like no eyes. No eyes. Oh, that's worst. Yeah. And so I know that Ooh. the these don't play exactly into black eyed kids, but they are very very similar, and I wanted to do the telling of it. So. It's also theorized that they take the form of what they would have looked like so should they have reached that age. And there's a couple different... So this different... could be... This could be, like, even, like, just babies that weren't even close to being, like, walking are now walking around looking roughly like, what they might look like. Yeah, like, as a 6 to 12-year-old. Um, yeah, so, like, abandoned babies, Ooh. babies, you know, that families couldn't feed or um, babies that were born out of wedlock, like these type of, you know, abandoned uh, babies left to Yeesh. die. Yeah. So I know it starts off really dark. Oh, no, it's that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh boy. And there's a couple different tales associated with the mewling. The first is that they will attempt to leap upon travelers back um, and, like a traveler's back that's just walking by and if they succeed they are impossible to like take off and they'll be demanded to be brought to the nearest graveyard for a proper burial since that was denied to them in life as they get okay. closer the okay. uh yeah no no but here's the thing as they get closer the mealing becomes okay. heavier and heavier and heavier and if the victim stops or fails the mealing will kill them yeah so even if you are trying to help them they only make it harder yeah wow yeah huh they give you like the impossible task of like rolled it like um i forget who it is uh but in greek mythology there's a guy tasked to roll the boulder up an impossibly high mountain and he almost gets to it like every time and then it falls back and he has to redo it i think it's sisyphus sisyphus does that sound right to you it does I think so but yeah at least you know who i'm talking about yeah oh uh, uh, that's that's gotta be rough yeah i know it is and the next one is even creepier oh so another tale associated with the mealing is that they will appear to its mother or an extended family member and complain that it is hungry if the family member or mom gives it permission to get food from its own mom even if the mom's not there or if the mother that it presents itself to feeds it she will die by being ripped uh by having a hole ripped open in her chest and then the mealing will actually be at peace after that well i mean it's impossible that way but it's a pretty rough price yeah, but That's like, not great. what gets me with this tale is it doesn't even have to be the mom like feeding it. It could be like a grandpa or something saying, "Yeah, go find food from oh. your mom," and then it will go and just kill its mom. Um, not even the person that it was talking to. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, uh that's that's confusing and terrible. But I mean, I guess if you had that one person that was just chilling around the house, not doing anything, 
And one of these people showed up. You could just tell them that they were their mom. And then I guess two problems solved with one thing. But it's still pretty bad. Yeah. Just kind of reading more into the legend. Like if uh, mom like abandoned her baby and then like remarried and had more kids. It was said that millions would appear more likely to those people. But yeah. So mm. like you get your happy ending. But you're... Uh, kid that you abandoned is very revengeful because you know you left it to die but understandably revengeful yeah so the melians actually spiked uh when christianity rose throughout the area and that was basically thought because since these babies never received baptism they couldn't move on so as christianity uh... grew the tales of the melians become became more uh like more popular in society Especially for babies, hmm. like, out of wedlock and everything. Uh, so, would you say that Christianity made things worse? Yes. Oh. Well, you win some, you lose some. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Not plain religions or anything, but... Christianity does not have a bright past at all, especially it's when it comes point. to people. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Now we're going to move on to our next creature. And I got this solely uh, from a website by Barlow Cross. Um, it's called I Never Sausage a Place. I like saw such a place, but it's sausage, like the food. Um, That's clever. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it comes from an Iroquois legend, so oh. hopping over the, to the pond, but still, you know, a ways away from the 90s. And again, uh, to, I'm going to paraphrase this, and please forgive my pronunciation of stuff. Um, I just thought that this was a, you know, good time to educate. Um, nope, and... the pronunciations of it will be considered canon. It'll oh be put in the dictionary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There was a creature in the Iroquois uh, history called the Otcon. Um, it was considered an evil spirit by the Iroquois who could possess, destroy, and become a weapon against people, objects, and animals. And uh, the Mohawks of the Mohawk Valley uh, believe strongly in the existence of witchcraft and those who wielded the negative power of Otcon. Um, and they were mm. often said to be influenced by the evil-minded one. So the evil-minded evil, one. Yeah, the evil-minded one was said to take the form of a reptilian snake man. Seems and, to be a pretty global reoccurring theme. Yeah, I mean reptile snakes. Well, <laughs> it was said that the evil-minded one would try to mate with unsuspecting Iroquois women, and then the offspring of these women would be possessed as an infant with black eyes and chalky pale skin. A black-eyed infant was usually killed at birth by tribal elders and uh, burned to prevent resurrection. Hmm. So, kind of quick aside, do you think that was just, like, albino children? No, because albino children, or albinos typically have red eyes. Yeah, but... Or bright blue. I mean, yeah, but are you really seeing that more often than just, like, the white skin? 
when they are born because most of the time they don't even fully open their eyes like very very much so it would be more of like the white skin would give it away more wouldn't it i mean it could but i I would think that a mom would make sure that her child has like normal eyes i don't know it's just maybe like something along those lines would be sort of explained as yeah possibly this or like that's maybe why this myth occurs for them is that there were albino children or stuff along those lines yeah i know like, i don't know yeah no it, it makes sense and like that line of thinking for sure yeah okay so there's also more ways for uh in this legend for children to have black eyes other times, unlucky Iroquois children would wander or get lost alone in the woods, and they were evil. Or sorry, they were easy targets for the evil-minded one to project Akan into. Say a parent Hansel and Gretel, their kids, come back with black eyes. They have Akan in them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Don't Hansel and Gretel your kids. Yeah. Don't. Don't do it. Don't do it. Bad things always happen. <laughs> yes. So these children would come back as empty with black eyes replacing the their once normal eyes. It was said that the evil-minded one had stole their orenda, which is uh, their positive spirit, like a life force, and replaced it with Atkin. And the black-eyed kids would then do the same thing to other kids, taking them into the woods. And it was also said that these kids would act odd, repeat themselves, and they were said to be ferocious, mean, and sometimes even had a taste for human flesh. Uh, that's not good. Nope. But on that note, let's skip ahead a couple hundred years. Okay. We're gonna go to <laughs> 19... <laughs> Don't... Such a smooth transition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, let's get away from the creepy forest children. Yep, creepy children of the forest. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to go to 1950 in Virginia. Harold, who was 16 years old, was walking home in his small town when he came across a boy leaning on a a fence that he did not know. And I'm assuming by this story that the small town was like, our hometown size like everyone knows everyone and if or is at least recognize everyone if don't know your name or something like that but yeah. i've seen you at least at the grocery store or something like that yeah yeah and especially like people our own age like you like heck i i knew people like uh a couple towns over most of my grade just through sports and whatnot yeah like, yeah yeah so anyways harold came across this boy on the fence uh not recognizing the boy Harold tried talking to him, uh, but the boy didn't really respond to Harold. Uh, Right when Harold was going to go walk off, the boy said, I want to go to your house. You're going to walk me up to your house. And a sense of... That's not okay. No. That's really not okay. (laughs) No, it's not. And uh, after the kid said this, a sense of dread just came over Harold, like... It just a sickening feeling and he realized that the eyes of the boy were pure black like the sclera the white part of the eye and everything like yeah. the iris all that it was like just full black full black Ugh. yeah 
Uh, and, he's yeah. a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as Harold thought of like turning and running to his house as fast as he could, the boy said, Now don't you run away from me. You're going to walk me up to your house. And that's when Harold just turned uh, and booked it. Oh my god. Yeah. What happened? So Harold ran as fast as he could back to his house, and he told his parents... Understandably so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? And oh, he told geez. his parents, and both of his parents believed him. Harold was like a good kid, didn't lie that much, and he seemed genuinely scared out of his mind. And they believed him so much so that his dad grabbed the shotgun to go looking for this boy, and his mom took him okay. to... No, and his uh, mom... I mean, that's appropriate response there... Scary, spooky children demanding entrance to your house. Yeah, no kidding. Shotgun. Shotgun. The ch- ch- shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What happened next? His mom took him to the local priest to be blessed. Uh, she thought he had encountered the devil. And that brings us to theory. That, that can't be how it ends, Audie. That's, that's not going to leave me in a good place. Um... <laughs> The dad never found the kid when he Did went they, to where he was. The kid was they, gone. They never saw him again. Never saw eh, him again. Eh, but that also eh. brings us to the theory that these black-eyed kids are demonic and not ghostly. But That's terrible. Yeah, I uh, will kind of touch on this in a couple of stories. But uh-uh. on the blog, there's a couple uh, different pictures of like demonic eyes from from of course the show supernatural i did a very 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 shallow (laughs) dive on demonology (laughs) um but it was worth putting it on the blog because they rank the demons which will be important here in a minute oh okay all right so now we're gonna leap back across the pond to arsony france again Forgive me for the pronunciation, in 1974. And this involves two men named Alan and Patrick. While out for just to drive around the town, their small village, they attempted to pull into a driveway just to turn around because they were going to head back. And in that property's courtyard, they saw five figures approximately four feet, 1.3 meters tall, and they were all dressed in the same long uh, white garments. Their hair was waist long, and they all had solid black eyes. And I do have to say the uh. interesting thing about this story, though, is uh, they asked the men to come to them and not to go into their car, which is slightly different than most Black Eyed Kids stories. But as the children beckoned, beckoned them there, it unnerved them so much uh, that they just, like, peeled out of the driveway and just... Uh, hightailed it out of there and one neighbor yeah one neighbor collaborated their story he just thought there were children playing in the road but when alan and patrick returned with more people all the children were gone okay but they had matching outfits yep and there were five of them okay so probably the creepiest kids pop group ever but okay yeah. Yeah. Very, I wouldn't want to hear creepy. singles by them. <laughs> no, I, I I would want to know where they wanted to take them. 
I don't. Yeah. Very much. That's creepy. Ah, I'm getting heebie-jeebies, Adi. I know, and it's starting to get dark out. I'm just like, this is spooky. Don't say that. <laughs> At least you have Dean and Sweet Pea to cuddle with later yeah, on. Yeah, but it's still dark. Yeah. And the heebie-jeebies are only growing stronger. Yeah. I am De- shaking. Dean and Sweet Pea occasion. are your cats, just for clarification. For the listeners. Yeah. They're pretty nice. Yeah. They sneeze on me a lot, though. Yeah. I have a cat, Sabrina, and a dog, Jada, and John John has two cats. It's all good. Yeah. Good distraction. But, I needed it. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured you did. Good time to talk about pets. They're great. <laughs> but back all to right. it. The most creepy mm, parts are okay. to come. Ah, uh, it's not helping. <laughs> <laughs> so in Canonock Chase Staffire, Staffordshire, England, uh, the black eyed kids have been seen several times. There's a paranormal investigator called or named Lee Brickley who originally interviewed his aunt and his aunt swears she saw them in nineteen eighty two. But Lee also interviewed a mm. woman and uh, her daughter who saw them in September twenty fourteen. The woman Whoa. and her daughter were walking and they heard a young girl scream they believe the child was in danger so when they saw a girl dressed in white behind them and she was covering her eyes um like you know playing peekaboo when the mom asked yeah when the mom asked the girl if she was okay she took her hands away from her face and opened her eyes the mom was so startled to see her jet black eyes that the mom grabbed her daughter and they like kind of took off a little bit um, and then uh-huh. when the mom looked back, the girl was gone. Uh, the heebie-jeebies. Uh, that's creepy. And that was 2014. Yep. And the no. reason why I put that one was because uh, Lee Brickley's aunt had a similar encounter in 1982. But, um, I'm the same kid. I don't know Ooh. if it was the same kid. Well, that's what I'm going to believe. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh. <laughs> we're going to jump back across the pond. I know we did this several times so far. Yeah. And this is the famous one that everybody knows about. In the summer of 1996 in Abilene, Texas, Brian Bethel found himself in a shopping center next to a $1.50 movie theater. You know, kind of like the one that was in River Falls, you know? Yeah, that one was so great. But yeah. there should have been more at like a $1.50. That, that place would get crowded if anything big started to show there. But, oh, it was worth it. The popcorn was fantastic. Yeah. This particular... I'm not avoiding the creepy kids, I swear. Oh, <laughs> all right. I'll believe it when I see it. This particular theater was showing <laughs> Mortal Kombat. You know, it's the video game movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was really popular then. Yeah. Um, and he wasn't even there to see the movie. He was there to drop off his internet service payment, Camelot Communications. It was like a strip mall right next to the movie theater. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. And he was writing out the check when someone knocked on his window. 
Um, when Brian looked up, he saw two boys somewhere between the ages of 10 and 16. One boy was taller than the other and wearing a pullover hooded shirt with a gray checkered pattern. He had olive uh, skin and curly medium length brown hair. Uh, the second boy had pale skin with a trace of freckles, pale orange hair, um, also wearing a hooded sweatshirt uh, that was light green in color. The redhead, uh, or the red-haired boy, looked around nervously as the taller boy talked to Bethel. So, okay. Bethel originally thought they were going to ask him for money or something along the lines of that, and Bethel started to kind of feel scared his fight or flight response was kicking in when he like when they knocked and he just rolled down the window slightly and the tall boy smiled and it really unnerved bethel think of like a creepy creepy smile super extra wide and very teethy yep just like unnatural and kind of forced you know yep Uh, uh okay the tall boy said that the boys wanted to see the movie, but they forgot their money and they needed a ride home to get the money and wanted Bethel to give them a ride. The boy's voice, though, kind of seemed too confident, not like he was asking a complete stranger for a favor, but if Bethel was required to give them a ride and he was just asking as, like, a formality. Ugh. Yeah, kind of okay. more of a command, but just asking, I mean... Command in the form of a question. Yes. Bethel hesitated, and the boys said that they were just two boys wanting to go back to their house, but, like, Bethel was really sure that something was really wrong. I would, too. Yeah. Good for you, Bethel. Uh, But to kind of stall and give them time to, I guess, recover from the shock, uh, Bethel asked what they were seeing, and the boys said, Mortal Kombat, of course. Hmm. So that did line up. But Bethel realized that the last showing started over an hour ago. So they were lying. Yeah. And still pretty good cover for kids. Yeah. 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 So the tall boy spoke again, kind of talking now soothingly and assuring Bethel that they couldn't get in unless he let them in. And they just wanted to go to their mother's house, and the boys would be gone before they knew it. Now, they didn't really touch on this, but the boys don't look related in the slightest. And, I mean, they could be adopted well, and everything. I mean, the pale, freckled, red-headed boy and the olive-skinned teenager boy, I, I maybe, like, only maybe, but if they didn't even look similar. Yeah. Um, Scripters so far don't match up. So this is the really creepy part. As he was assuring, or the tall boy was assuring Bethel, like, you know, saying, like, they just wanted to go to their mother's house and that they would be gone before he knew it. Bethel realized that his hand was on the door lock and he had started to open it without really realizing it. He jerked, when he did realize it, he jerked his uh, hand away violently breaking eye contact for the first time throughout this meeting with the tall the taller kid when bethel looked back he realized that both boys had jet black eyes and bethel's face gave him away the silent uh boy looked horrified 
but the tall boy was clearly angry, saying, We won't hurt you. You have to let us in. We don't have a gun. But Bethel peeled out of the parking lot. Um, when he looked back, though, both boys were gone. Uh, uh, okay. So, um, hmm. He was staring at him in the face, didn't realize they had black eyes. As soon as he pulled away, he saw that they had black eyes. Yes. Ah. So. Ah, demon children. Again, we were saving speculation for the end, but yeah, the, like it's speculation that these guys are <laughs> demons, that they're aliens, that they have like mind controlling abilities, um, all this stuff. But my question is, is what could that little boy have been so clearly afraid of, if not like his co-partner? And I just want to mention uh, this author, Gary Michael Vasey. He has several books on the black-eyed kids. But in one of them, uh, there's also black-eyed kids that were scared of something. And this second kid came up later Mm. and felt different to, I'm going to say the victim, but the person who saw the black-eyed kids. Yeah. Like, it felt... Uh, this kid was also much, much younger than the first two, and uh, but the kid, the kid felt more powerful. So, again, not getting into that story again. Gary Michael Vasey, go read his Black Eyed Kid kids books. That brings us to kind of the ranking demonology. Yeah, so, got that pulled up. Yeah. Weird. So okay. Ca- so demons can possess people. Um, there's a couple different types black eyed demons are usually like the lowest thugs whatnot um and supernatural uh the red ones are crossroad demons like those are people or demons that uh people sell their souls to that sort of thing yellow eyes mm. are um like princes uh, princes of hell so like very very powerful demons like some of lucifer's first uh, handpicked mm. demons and then white eyes are like the most powerful um and that would be lilith and alistar the first and second demons that lucifer made so like they're like pretty much besides lucifer running the show yeah but still so if we follow this yeah all these children are essentially the lowest ranks but yep. still demons. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, so they're, they're kind of, I guess, it would make sense that they start off as, I guess, children, like, working their way up. And we'll get into here in a second, like, what happens uh, when you let them in. But just Someone kinda, actually did it? Someone actually did it. There's been a couple, <sighs> couple stories of it. But mm-hmm. you got to think of it um if they appear like at your house or something these are children asking for help or asking to wait inside like if it's dark out or whatnot like you would obviously want to help kids like even if you get a bad feeling these are like young kids like what can a young kid do to you a lot Uh, yes apparently yes (laughs) so to get on to that in january of 2016 a woman who lived in vermont uh, claimed that during a blizzard she heard a loud knocking at her door so 
you know how cold it gets in northern Wisconsin, and especially during those snowy, snowy blizzards. Yeah, it's not warm at all. Yeah. Whatsoever. You get icicles on your eyebrows. You do, especially when it's like negative 50. She thought that somebody had been in a car accident, I mean, due to the weather, icy roads, snowy, can't yep. really see. Very, very logical. Mm-hmm. But when she went to her window, she saw no footprints or vehicle. And so she woke her husband just for like safety and be like, hey, I'm going to open a door. I you know, don't see anyone, but the knocking was continuing. So when they opened the door, uh, they saw two children, a boy and a girl, who, peer- who both appeared to be about eight years old, um, standing on their doorstep. The woman recalled how they weren't really dressed for the weather. And she felt really unnerved by their presence. Uh, Despite her gut feeling, she let them inside. And she ushered both children into her living room normally. Like, you know, just being like, here, sit down. Like, make, I'll make you some cocoa. Like, you know. Yeah. General hospitality. Uh, Yeah. And her normally really friendly cats were hissing and like refused to go in there with the black eyed kids. Which was very, very strange. Like, yeah. normally our cats, like, greeted guests were, like, all over them, and she just recalled how this was, like, super strange. Yeah. I'm um, getting creeped. Yeah. So, again, she offered to make the pair go when they replied, our parents will be here soon. She made them cocoa. Wait, 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 wait. Their parents will be there soon. Yes. Our parents will be here soon, they both said. I just shove them out the door. That's not okay. If your parents are coming, they'll see you soon. Like, if you think about (laughs) it, though, like, the lady's probably thinking, like, oh, they were in a car accident. They walked up to the house just looking for help. Like, their parents will be here shortly. Like, that Uh sort of thing. Like, I mean, I can understand it. Anywho. Still too creepy. The lady made them cocoa anyways, and when she gave them the cups, she realized with horror that their eyes were jet black. As she was staring at them, they both asked if they could use the bathroom. And she tried to remain calm and directed them to it, but her husband's nose began bleeding profusely. And oh. also Yeah. Eh. Okay, that's another bad sign. Yep. And as she was tending to her Mm. husband's nose, the power went out. Which, I mean, can be typical in a blizzard. Like, I I will put that there. Yeah, I mean, the nosebleed, too, with the cold, the dry air, could cause that. So, so far, the only technically weird thing is the black eyes. But everything just seems too... Eh. I'm weirded out. Yeah. And... So, as she was, like, you know, tending to her husband's tissue, or, sorry, giving her husband a tissue for his bloody nose, the power is out, uh, she saw both children just standing at the end of the hall, um, and when she looked, like, on to them, they both said, our parents are here, and they just walked Uh, to Yep. Eh. No. Yeah. No. So, in the dark, they made their way to the front door and started walking out into the night. The 
lady closed the door behind them, she saw both children get into a black car with two men dressed in black suits. Hmm. So, this also brings up the theory that the black-eyed kids are involved with the, the men in black. And uh... that's a conspiracy theory that I, I'm not sure if I'm going to go into right away, but it's it's in the background. That was not the, the twist I expected. No. Very much not the twist. But it's not over yet. It's not? No. Okay. So, um, in the following months, her husband got diagnosed with an aggressive form of skin cancer. Like, the aggressive form, like, he went to tanning beds every day, like, was out in the sun constantly, and that is not what the husband did at all. Yeah. Um, and the woman's health also severely, uh deteriorated like mentally physically and they both had really bad bloody noses after that huh so even with that you got after effects yeah to also kind of put it out there a couple of their cats disappeared and one cat also died like very badly i just didn't put that in there because i was kind of upset about that yeah, so either the cats ran away. They found one dead in their kitchen, and this was pretty much right after the black-eyed kids. Um, okay. But it looked like the cat just had, like, failing organs and everything, and just kind of everything sort of fell out. Okay. Uh, processing. Yeah. Ooh. Probably, I don't know, that seems more like alien-type weirdness, not so much demon-type weirdness. It does, but the earlier ones like also seem very ghost-like, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So, I, I mean, before we really get into the speculation i am gonna say on our patreon uh i am gonna read a bunch more cases there are a plethora of them out there especially ones happening post 2000s um since we have a more shareable medium of stories um and there are ones where these kids appear to be knocking on the balcony door like how did they get up on like a third floor balcony and all sorts of stuff um and that'll be on patreon but john okay john, what do you think the black-eyed kids are? Like, I mean, we have ghosts, demons, uh, the Atkin, uh, the Mealings, um, aliens even. What What is your take on them? Oh, I do want to say some people also think that they may be vampires with, uh, the, like, need to, per, uh, the need for permission to enter, um, dwellings i think that's why i said vampires earlier yeah Mm. but that's Mm. also like in demonology like the permission to enter and like be possessed and all that so Mm. not wrong Hmm. yeah Hmm. well let's see would prefer not to think about them at all um but personally I'm leaning more towards that supernatural demon type stuff because, I mean, that whole, like, 
that the initial eye contact and then once that's broken and returning the gaze that's when they see the eyes that seems more like unholy type stuff sort of like the vampire demon thing seems more more like it could be doing stuff than like like if it was aliens it's just creepy from the start and there's nothing weird that happens as a result of it that at least in most stories it's just like it's bad right away so that's just kind of where i'm at yeah no i i have to agree with you i do think they are like demons or something but i do the only other thing that didn't really pop up so much in the stories um is that there's a couple of them where they appear from a different time period like they're either holding uh some item that's not really common anymore or they ask for a telegraph instead of a phone ah um, or they're just dressed from a different era and there's quite a few stories like that um so yeah like, maybe it's like aliens trying to be like us and then they're not really up to date on information or whatnot um i mean kind of that kind of seems it but it also plays in just as much to like the demons and ghosts and whatnot so yeah. i don't know leaning more towards that kind of end than i am towards the aliens but that the men in black thing kind of threw me for a loop yeah and that that's the other kind of connection i guess to the alien thing but i don't want to go down that rabbit hole this early um no it is a huge huge rabbit hole very Um, much but uh i I kind of wanted to stay more to the paranormal aspect of the uh, black-eyed kids. And I agree. I, I think demonology is the way that stuff's going to because, like, they make you feel sick. They have, like, the compulsion um, and uh, a bit of the mind control. Like, the permission's all there. So that, that's why I kind of tailored mm. the stories, at least on this episode, to, to more that theory. Yeah. And, I mean, if that is strictly the case then those two guys in suits in a black sedan maybe they just have same-sex parents that like to dress well yeah yes there you go very progressive family very creepy kids but progressive yeah um (laughs) yeah yeah no so that's the black-eyed kids do you have anything else you want to say or pitch in on that uh, aside from the future nightmares I'm going to have tonight, uh, yeah, no, I, like, I've seen things online lately about, like, these Hollywood contacts type stuff that can cover your full eyes, so maybe even, like, recent stuff is really just kids playing pranks, I but... do want to touch on that, too, because that was a, actually a popular theory of, like, contact lenses and whatnot. Yeah. But looking into that, um, usually, like, you, they're, they're actually, like, pretty expensive. Um, oh, yeah. They're, like, over 100 bucks for just one, where if you need them both, it's, like, 200-some. So... And, and they can also be a kind of painful wearing them because, again, it's the whole eye. It's not just the iris. And yeah. you usually need help or, like, an assistant to put them in. 
So yeah. I'm just kind of going out on a limb here saying that I don't think kids uh, could really afford whole black contacts. Yeah. Especially but the younger ones. Same-sex, well-dressed parents could. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Yeah, do you want to take us away? Yeah, sure. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. I am a little scarred. Maybe you are too. But now we share that feeling. But if you have any sort of things that you want to emotionally scar us with, you can leave it on Facebook or Instagram at Violin Vice Podcast or also on Twitter at Violin Vice, spelled V I L E A N D V I C E. No ampersands in this stuff. As well as on Patreon. Please support us with a $5 donation or maybe whatever you can do. I mean, anything helps. And that's patreon.com backslash violentvice. And, and anything really helps yeah. on Patreon, but $5 gets you that bonus content. Which will be wonderful. And filling up. Yes. I like it. Yeah. So please stick around next time. I hear that it'll be a ripping type show thing. Jack the Ripper, huh? Made it funny. I feel weird after hearing all those stories. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Violin Vice. Cover art is by Audie Griffith. Music by Annabelle Revac. If you want to help support the show, please visit patreon.com slash violinvice. Or give us five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to. This helps us move up the charts and also helps keep the spooky stories coming. Thank you. Thank you.